This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Book Club, The Next Chapter is a sequel that reunites four legendary actresses, Jane Fonda, Diane Keaton, Candace Bergen, and Mary Steenburgen. In this iteration, the ladies jet set to Italy. It's a lighthearted, very silly romp that also features Andy Garcia, Don Johnson, and multiple jokes about meatballs. I'm Aisha Harris, and today we're talking about Book Club, the next chapter on Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts. Joining me today is Kristen Meinzer. She co-hosts the podcast The Daily Fail and is the co-author of How to Be Fine. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Aisha. So excited to be back to talk about this romp through Italy with you. I know. I've romped through Italy once before, and this was a nice little (laughs) uh, living vicariously through four fabulous ladies. Yes, yes. (laughs) So... If you recall the original book club, and let's face it, you probably don't. I didn't <laughs> before I before I went into this film. The premise is about as sweet and easy to sip as a limoncello. Book club, the next chapter is, of course, no different. Jane Fonda plays a hotel magnate and lifelong bachelorette who's about to marry her long-lost love, played by Don Johnson. Diane Keaton plays a widow who's found love again with a pilot, played by Andy Garcia. Candace Bergen plays a divorcee and a recently retired judge, and Mary Steenburgen plays a former restaurateur whose husband has recently had a heart attack. He's played by Craig T. Nelson. Now, you may have noticed I haven't even bothered with mentioning their character names because (laughs) this is a very fizzy affair. And in a fizzy affair like this, character names absolutely do not matter. So we're just going to refer to them by their first names, the actresses' first names. (laughs) So the ladies decide to take a trip to Italy to celebrate Jane's impending nuptials. And as they hop around Rome, Venice, and Tuscany, there's a meet-cute, an old paramour, and lost luggage. Book Club, the next chapter, is in theaters now. So Kristen, 
Tell me how you feel about Book Club, the next chapter. Oh, I just thought it was delightful. It's frothy, it's sweet, it's relaxing, it's aspirational. I mean, who doesn't want to be rich, beautiful, and surrounded by their best friends in beautiful Italy in their 70s? Italy looks great here. The ladies look great here. And their friendship is just great. They're very honest with each other, but also supportive. They're never competitive. They are who I want to be when I am older. They're who I want to be now. Anybody who's going to criticize this for being too slow, for not having enough story, because I know that some folks are criticizing it for that, I just want to say, we're not here for the fast and the furious, okay? (laughs) That's not what this is about. If you want the fast and the furious, don't see the book club or book club next chapter. This is a cozy, warm blanket. It is friendship. It is beautiful Italy. That's what this is. I mean, one could argue that it is just as silly and ridiculous as the Fast and Furious franchise, but in a very different way. (laughs) Agreed. And I think that actually I have this thing, even though I am a 30-something Black woman, I have this thing for these what I like to call kind of like the Talbot's chic aesthetic movies where you have these older veteran actresses, usually some combination of Jane Fonda and Diane Keaton and like (laughs) other women. Of course, there was the 80 for Brady earlier this year. I love these movies because I recognize this aesthetic. It's like rich, older women who clearly have a lot of time Mm -hmm. on their hands to just do whatever they want. They tend to dress in colorful light fabrics and usually some like animal print is thrown in there a little bit. Just like always looking ready for a, you know, a nice day on the yacht or (laughs) hanging out, lounging by your beach house on the right on the shore. I don't know what it is. I enjoy it. It brings like a warm and cozy feeling to my soul. (laughs) And it is ridiculous. Like we could talk about the plot here, but there's not really a plot. Like they don't even have a book club ostensibly anymore. Like, yes, this is <laughs> this is this is how they became friends. This is that was like their shared love. And in the first film, if I recall correctly, I think they were reading Fifty Shades of Grey or something. Yes, they were. Yes, yes. And this time they're reading The Alchemist. There is a book that is involved very, very um much on the fringes, but it's kind of there. Right. I don't think I ever saw them actually crack open a book. Uh, (laughs) But it does open with a quote from The Alchemist about lives being controlled by fate versus free will. And they sort of weave it in a little bit later in the film where they have a whole discussion where the four women happen to be in jail (laughs) because this is that kind of movie. (laughs) They're in an Italian jail and they are like each having their moment where they're telling the other character what's wrong with them and why they need to like look inside themselves and recognize that they're all powerful women who can be better and grow. So there's that. But what we came here for is just, again, it is a fantasy. It is this sort of desire to be even more so than the luxury and the wealth and like the the free time. I think the friendship is really what kind of holds it together because we can imagine we want to have those best friends, even when we're, you know, in our 70s and 80s, we want to still have that. And it sounds like that's kind of what you're feeling too, Kristen. Oh, absolutely. I also just love the idea of thriving and not necessarily being stuck in my ways and just living in a routine when I'm in my 70s. I love the idea of still changing my mind sometimes, of living life the way I want to. If that means I'm going to be Candace Bergen and make funny wisecracks and have sex with whoever I feel like who I just met 10 minutes ago, Mm -hmm. yes, (laughs) why not? 
You know, if it's going to be Jane Fonda, who's a bachelorette her entire life and doesn't give a damn about marriage or kids, why not be that? There are so many fun things that we can be in the future, and there just aren't that many depictions of those possibilities that are out there. For most of media's history, it's like you are a grandma or you are lonely and sad and never leave your house or you're crotchety. And why not have a great circle of friends traveling the world and having fun together and laughing and dressing fabulously? Why not? Aisha, you and I are similar in that we probably grew up watching the Golden Girls or reruns of the Golden Girls. (laughs) And I just got back last month from Golden Con, the Golden Girls convention in Chicago. I am a real Golden Girls fan. Everybody who was there, they grew up feeling like this could be me someday. It could be about friendship. It could be that the most important relationships in my life are not necessarily a spouse or through parenthood. But this other thing, this chosen family, not the family that we reproduce with or whatnot, but the people who know us and have seen us grow and have stayed by our sides and who've cheered for us and we get to cheer for them and we get to dress really well and travel. I mean, what's not to love? I know. I keep thinking about, you know, this sort of genre seems to have the same combination of actresses <laughs> in, in every movie. And look, <laughs> there's I, like eight of them. They just swap them out. And they just yeah. swap them out. And I'm curious if you had to diversify it a bit just in terms of who else you would like to see besides Jane Fonda, Lily Talbot, who are all wonderful and I love them. But of course, they're not going to be around forever. And I feel as though every generation, at least for the last 10, 15 years, has had this sort of combination. Um, There's also the male side of things. I remember, obviously, Grumpy Old Men, which is Mm -hmm. not quite the same, but you have these two veteran actors now in their older age making movies together, uh, Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Um, If I recall correctly, Jack Nicholson and um, Morgan Freeman did a movie together. Oh, yes, yes. They did The Bucket List. Yeah, The Bucket List. So So there's been this sort of type of movie that absolutely appeals to older demographics. And then, of course, people like us. (laughs) But like, are there any sort of like other combinations of people you're looking forward to? Like you would love to see thriving in their 70s, 80s, comedy, dumb fun, all that stuff. Yeah, just give them 10 more years. And you know who I really want to see? Michelle Yeoh and Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, (gasps) bringing her Angela Bassettness to it. You know that she would be fierce. And then Michelle Yeoh, just bringing her Michelle Yonas. I mean, they're too young for it now. But, you know, 10 years, maybe 12 years away, maybe they could do this. I would love that. Like, I think that would actually be great to see. And and they look fabulous. Oh, my gosh. They look so good. <laughs> we need we need representation across all demographics. So I would love that. I would love to throw in Shirley Ralph in there. Oh, you know, yes. I think that could be really fun. Can you imagine Cher showing up, too, at some point? Yes. Cher. <laughs> Cher, Meryl Streep. Like, let's, let's just, like, throw all of these. Just get them all there. Yeah. They're at a reunion and things go wild. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, obviously, the, they're kind of closer to the ages of Jane Fonda. But, you know, who are the sort of A-list actresses of our time currently who we think will be making these movies in like 20, 30 years? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's so funny. You can never guess who it's going to be. Like, I don't know if anybody watching Clute was thinking, oh, yeah, <laughs> Jane Fonda, she's eventually going to be in a, what do you call Talbot's chic? 
sort of like elderly lady <laughs> adventure movie. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it would be interesting to see like who are the Oscar winners now? I mean, could it be Jessica Chastain who is doing it? Mm-hmm. Could it be that the love interest will be an 80-year-old Timothy Chalamet, you know? <laughs> um, I think that would be great. Yes. That would be so great. <laughs> Some of these women have have Oscars. Uh, actually, do they do they all? Most of them do. Almost all of them do. Yes. I mean, Mary Steenburgen got her Oscar when she was in her mid-20s. She was just a kid, practically. Yeah. So I can totally see, like, Jennifer Lawrence and Brie Larson and, like, I don't know, <laughs> Kiki Palmer in a movie, like, oh, 20 yes. or 30, 30 years from now. Oh, you know who I want? Lizzo. I want Lizzo. Lizzo. In, like, 50 years. Oh, yes. goodness. Yes. That would be fantastic. I would love yes. to see that. So, okay, That's we're, what I want. we're manifesting this. <laughs> Please, we know you're listening, all of you. I know. <laughs> please, please, Lizzo, Brie Larson, all of you. And Greta Gerwig can direct it. Yes. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something fun and frothy about this. You know, sometimes it's fine to want a movie that doesn't have much of a story, but you just want to spend time with the people on screen. And this is definitely that kind of movie. I don't think anyone should have to apologize for that. We can just enjoy spending time with these icons who are just... They're so amazing. I would watch them, frankly, make scrambled eggs or paint a wall, these women. Yeah. It's a delight to see them living their best lives and at least watching their characters take risks and do new things. Yeah, I agree. I And I have to say, the audience that I saw this with was comprised of a lot of older women, and they were loving it. They were having the time of their lives. <laughs> it was just the the oohs and the ahs, especially the wedding dress scene. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so there's a scene where they're shopping for wedding dresses. You know, of course we have to have this. It's, it's this a beautiful montage that you would expect in this movie to happen. Yes. Beautiful montage, which also involves the other ladies, not just Jane Fonda's character, trying on dresses. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the one that they pick out for Diane Keaton that she tries on <laughs> It's just so her. It's so perfect. It's giving Annie Hall. It's giving like quirky but cute. It's like this polka dot skirt, like A-line kind of skirt. And then uh, I can't remember what the top, but it it just looked very Diane Keaton in the best possible way. The friend who um, I saw it with, she's like, I bet that is actually from Diane Keaton's closet. And she just brought it with her on set for this. It's so Diane Keaton. (laughs) I mean, this whole movie feels as though it was probably like all the women brought their own clothes and they're just like, we want to go to Italy and we want to spend, you know, a month or two shooting this movie and we're going to have time. And in between, we're just going to like make each other laugh and eat lots of great food and drink a lot of wine. This is what it is. Oh, my gosh. Aisha, we need to do this. In, why didn't we nominate ourselves to be the next icons in the future so we can just go to Italy and do this? <laughs> Let's just do this ourselves. Uh, again, a fantasy. Like, this is what I aspire to, to be able to, like, convince my <laughs> employer to <laughs> let me romp around Italy or any other place where there's lots of good food and sun and uh, have them have them pay me to do it. <laughs> That's yes. the dream. That is the <laughs> ultimate dream. <laughs> Well, tell us what you think about Book Club, the next chapter. Did you find it fun? Do you also aspire to the Talbot's chic uh, aesthetic that we've we've discussed? I, I know I hope to be that in like 40 or 50 years. We'll see. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PCHH. That brings us to the end of our show. Kristen Meinzer, thanks so much for being here and geeking out about old women living their lives. Thank you so much, Aisha. And this episode was produced by Hafsa Fathima and 
edited by Mike Katzoff. Our supervising producer is Jessica Reedy, and Hello Come In provides our theme music. Thanks so much for listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. I'm Ayesha Harris, and we'll see you all tomorrow. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights. And you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. Once I started realizing what a difference these little bricks were making, there's no turning back for me. Take NPR's Body Electric Challenge. Listen to the series wherever you get your podcasts.